You might be considering a career change, but what is the most strategic and effective way to transition to a completely new industry? Kevati, CEO of Quest Staffing Solutions, joins me now for a masterclass in switching careers. Kay, welcome to the show. Thank you. Now, how common is career switching in today's job market? So, you know, studies show that uh, an individual will change jobs up to 14 times, but sure. careers more than seven times. Really? So it is a natural life progression to change one's career. But Kate, how do I know that I just need a change of environment as opposed to changing a complete career? Because sometimes you find yourself working for a company, you're not happy, you're not fulfilled, therefore you think maybe this is not for me at all, but you find that you move to a different company within the same industry and it's a completely different story. I think that's very important, is that you need to introspect. You need to find out what is causing your disenchantment or your, 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 your lack of motivation for want and what is not allowing you to succeed. Right. You've got to introspect. And is it your boss? Is it indeed the environment? Is it the job content? Is it the industry that you're in? Is it that you just, are just lacking a challenge? and you want something new, so maybe you can tick some of the boxes, but you just want something new. What is very important is that you have to understand what is it you want and what is it that's not making you feel the glow and the joy of your current job or your situation. Mm. How do employers perceive career changes? I mean, if I'm in the media industry and then all of a sudden I decide to go into construction and I send my CV there, is it accepting? You know, what is important is it starts from the person's perspective. Okay. You need to see exactly that. What is it you want to do? And then let's assume you identify the construction industry. Right. Then you need to see what will that hiring manager look for? When you've established that, what does construction, where, where in construction do you want to go? And then identify what are the skills that you inherently have now? We call it transferable skills. Okay. So what are transferable skills? These are the skills, the talents, the experience that you've accrued over your lifetime of career and your, your, in terms of your job yeah. and in your employment history. Once you've understood that and accrued and, and assimilated that, you can then look at the new industry you want to go to and then match the difference, match the, the, the compatibility. Okay. Once you've done that, make sure you identify that in your application. And, you know, when you do that, and what, what is important, I think you might cite that you've been moving from one and transitioning to another. You may not have perhaps the, the, the academic skills or the education. Mm. It's always important, perhaps you want to sign up for a cause. Maybe you want to take that up and indicate that in your application. You know what, I intend learning, but these are the skills I have. I have strong leadership skills, I have strong management skills, I have strong planning skills, I've got strong, I can solution, I can, there's creative problem solving. So identify those as we call transferable skills. Mm. So those transferable skills, how do I ensure that I harness them now within the career that I'm in, that when I do decide to change on any other day, those skills are there and I could use them in any industry? I think it's important that you understand you start from a core of your strengths. So when you look at a certain jobs and you say you identify certain strengths, so if you're in a position of management, then there are certain critical strengths. You will, you're able to lead a team. Mm -hmm. You're able to manage effectively. You're able to plan effectively. Those are skills that you harness. And what is important is that 
you will get feedback from others. You'll get feedback from your current manager. You'll get feedback from your peers. And you will also see in terms of what you've been contracted in a job, how successful are you related to what you currently expected? And then we call what we call core competencies. These are, are, are skills you've gleaned over time and you're absolutely competent in affecting them in your current job. Mm. Okay, have you come across cases where people change careers and they are even more unhappier in that change? What do you do in such a situation? Yes. So th that is typical and that starts off with not understanding why you're leaving in the first place. Okay. So often there is this in, uh, there's this understanding that the grass is greener on the other side yes. and simply because I know my friend is in another position and I think I want to go to that organization. When you get there, you see that there's a disconnect to your values. The culture of the organization might be so different and misaligned to what your core beliefs are. Mm -hmm. So that's very important because it might be situation might be great for your friend, but may not be entirely great for you. And that's what happens when people do transition. Then they find, oh my God, I'm back in the same spot. Mm. I'm back feeling very disgruntled, uh, um, unmotivated. There's a lack of job satisfaction. And then you find what we call the job hoppers. Yes. And, the, you know, with that also, it hurts your CV. It hurts you as, in terms of your career. So it's very important to do your research, to introspect where you're coming from and understand exactly what's happening in that other job that you want to go to. Talking about job hopping, what's acceptable with regards to switching jobs? If you are an employer and you look at my CV and I've spent three months here, two months there, what's more acceptable, a year, two months? You know, the, 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 the asset test is if somebody spent three months in a job or six months, how much have they actually learned and how much have they actually contributed? Okay. And that's the first instance. Are you jumping because you are chasing money? Are you jumping because you are a problem person in a job situation? Mm. So be very mindful. There is a, there's, there's a test that you can, you, you can only cut it very well. You can steep into a position at least for a minimum of two years. Okay. So there's no empirical study. But for two years, one can say, you know, I've been either successful, I've loved what I've done, or I haven't. But two years is a good, it's a finite time. Mm. Kate, you, you touched on money. And a lot of the times we base our happiness, we base our career choices on money or we look at industries and we think ah this pays well so that's where I'm going is that the right test to make when you're choosing a career because I know a lot of young people do it mm. when they are about to embark on their studies but we also do it as adults when you're in a certain industry and you look at your friends industry and they seem to be earning well can money be the real test in terms of the career choices that we make you know money is um, it's such an, it's certainly the attraction point of course but you know what happens? And then you ask people who have jumped for money. Soon that money becomes disposable income into your third month. If you don't enjoy what you're doing, if you're not compelled and you love what you do, you soon forget about that, that money, I must admit. And then you're back to where you were. So without doubt, money is, a, it is a, it's an extrinsic factor. It's important for our daily lives. It is, you must, there must be a fair base for it pay. It must be equitable. Those are all, you shouldn't be underpaid, for one. Mm. Uh, one is really overpaid, I suppose. <laughs> but if you continually chase money, um, it will catch up with you, unfortunately. Okay, mm. do I need to make networks and relationships in the industry that I'm embarking into going to before I even transition into that industry? It's very important. And why? I think when, when you network with somebody, you get, a, you, you get a better understanding and a deeper understanding of what goes on in that industry. You can also delve into it. You can ask them, so what, what are the high, highlights of that job and what are the low points?
and gives you a dis you become more discerning when you're entering that market, you're entering that industry. You go there fully knowing. You're not going there, uh, you know, um, unwittingly. Mm. Uh, networks also help you for them to introduce you to the industry players. If you want to get in there, sometimes it's, they always say it's who you know rather than what you know. Sure. And those work because they can facilitate an appointment. They can facilitate you into that industry, into that organization. So those things are very important because it means you've done your homework. You, you're going there fully aware mm. and you know what to expect. Mm. Okay, lastly, any tips that you have for any people out there who want to change their careers? Changing your career is a wonderful thing. It just depends why you want to do it. If you want a new challenge, if you are bored where you're at, find out why it is. Many people do make the transition and many of them thoroughly enjoy it and then they have a trajectory in their career. So many people have studied, I know I've got a personal experience, my son is studying uh, process engineering and he is looking at going into management consulting and, I, and it's transferable skills. Yes. So he's got few colleagues who have moved out of the industry from specifics going into what the general's view is. Many of them are loving it. So I think when you go, you can do it. Be prepared, go there, fully understanding what you want to achieve. I think the best thing is if you love your work and if you're passionate about what you do, you'll never have to work a day in your life. So true. Kate, thank you so much for joining us. Lovely words, so inspiring. And I hope our viewers at home have learned a thing or two. Thank you, Katle. And that was KVT CEO of Quest Staffing Solutions.